What is up, everybody, man? Welcome into the Blue Bloods. We're joined by a huge special guest this afternoon, an Alabama State defensive back, Adrian Maddox, man. Freshman All-American by multiple publications, all swag selection as a freshman, according to our publication, and, and Phil still as well. Adrian, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yes, sir. Most definitely. I appreciate you having me. Man, the first question has to be, when you look back at your freshman season, what accomplishment means the most to you? Uh, probably the Jerry Rice Award finalist. That that meant a lot to me because that meant you know, I was like one of the best in the whole FCS. Yeah, it, de- it definitely did, man. I mean, being a finalist for that is huge. And going into next season, do you feel any pressure now that you had such a outstanding freshman season is there any pressure to follow that up with any type of accolades or accomplishments or anything like that nah next season i feel like i can just be cool calculated just uh do two times better from last season and do more and do more for my team my team need me uh this year try to go decent player of the year yeah i like it and what was your transition like? I always, always like to ask this because I, I talk to some recruits and they always, you know, talk about what are the keys to starting as a true freshman. And you came into a, a situation with a first-year head coach. You guys had all Americans and all conference players already in the secondary. How did you find your place so quickly? So really, fall camp. As a matter of fact, my, my, my one of my homeboys named Kale Jackson. He was starting originally. He got hurt. And they threw me in that fire, like, they get in there. And after that, they gave me an opportunity. I ran with it. Started making them plays. That first game happened, our game. Had a pick, and I just kept moving up. I just kept making plays every week, week in and week out. And how, for you, looking at, at your development, how much did it mean to you, and how much did they play a role in your development when you got guys like Earshad Davis, you got guys like Keenan Isaac, who have done it at the highest level already? How, like, what did they play a part in your development, and how? I guess what type of leadership role did they take? Oh yeah, definitely. Keenan, Nate, uh, Ershad, Bubba, Bellamy, Kale, Chauncey, all them boys. Like them boys took me on their wing and like do this right. You are gonna be like us, be better than us. Like I remember my first time even getting there. Kale Jackson kept staying on me. Coach Lewis staying on me. Coach Robinson staying on me. They all stayed on me. Just keep doing what you're doing, and then. I just kept, I found a way, got comfortable, and did my thing. And for you, looking at Coach Eddie Robman, a lot of people, you know, when he got hired, were just wondering what he, what he was going to be like, his first head coaching job at the collegiate level. Then you had, I mean, listen, well, we know what he is. He's not going to mince his words against anybody, and he was very confident throughout the season. What is he like behind the scenes, though? I, I talked to some of your teammates about him already, but from your perspective, what is he like behind the scenes? Same person. He keeps his word. Same person. You know what I'm saying? He's very confident in his team, confident in his players. He put us in the right position every day to make us do better, make us lead on the, on the field. Even in the classroom, he pushed us to go beyond. He, he made he made us try to be All-American in the classroom and on the field. So that's what I, what that asked for. And looking at the defensive unit, you got yourself – Keenan, Bubba, Nelson Jordan was an all-conference player, led the swack in sacks. There's so many guys who stuck out. How competitive was practice, man? Did you guys just push each other to the next level day in and day out? Yeah, practice is very fun. Practice is very, very fun. Because going against our receiver court, that was nice. We got Keyshawn, Chenault, all them boys inside the ball. 
Practice was fun. Even on deep side of the ball, we could pee. Who get more picks in practice? More fun with turnover in practice. It was fun. Fun. Definitely fun in practice. And, you know, you know we know Keenan and Irshad graduate. Man, you're going to be the leader of the secondary. Who are some young guys or guys that myself and other media and fans may not have heard of that you expect to have big seasons and step up in their place next season? Oh, Trey Phillips, definitely a cornerback. He's a lot down corner. Mikey older than me, but he's going to have a great season this year. Be studs this season. I feel like the whole team will be studs this season. They'll stand out. We're gonna show all the best in the swag. And last season, man, there were a few games. I mean, you look at the Jackson game, the FAMU yeah. game, even the game the last week, the, the last week of the season, man. You guys were like one or two plays away from winning some key games next year. What's been the message from the coaching staff and some of the leaders in the locker room about how you guys take those one score games and turn them into wins this upcoming season? Finishing. That's a big thing with us, finishing, because we'll start off slow, then want to come back fourth quarter, change the pace, finishing. That's been, that's been the main goal in the weight room, off the field, on the field, just finishing, 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 finishing. And when you, when you look at your career in Georgia, man, I, I think there's a lot of people who didn't go back and study you. Because when you came in, there were some guys, myself, BJ Jones, who covers Georgia high school football. We were like, listen, Maddox is going to be a dog. I mean, listen, you played the highest level. 6A football was the defensive player of the year. Do you feel like Georgia high school football prepared you better for college than playing in some other states? Oh, yeah, definitely. I played four or five stars every week, competition every week. So I feel like definitely they got me. Where I'm at now, keep elevating my game where I'm at. But yeah, definitely. Six day football, seven football, best in Georgia. That's one of the best in the world. And I stamped that. <laughs> and I think something that really stuck out to me when I was doing some research for this interview on you, man, you hear a lot of people talk about balancing life on and off the field. And you don't have just any old major. I mean, you're majoring in computer science. And yeah. you're you're taking some really difficult classes. How hard was the was the school football balance your first year? And what were some things that you learned this year that you could apply moving forward? Oh, my time, maintaining my time, uh, studying more, also studying more, maintaining my time, and then just balancing, like have a good balance, knowing to do this, knowing to do that, just stuff like that, little stuff like that, the little things. Man, I'd love to hear it. And then looking at your game, if you had to take your game at the beginning of August before the season and take Adrian Maddox right now when I'm talking to him, what is something that evolved throughout the year? I guess what's the main thing in your game that evolved the most after year one? Oh, seeing stuff faster, like my instincts. Like, because at first the game, the game was a little fast to me because I was just learning. I was 17, you know what I'm saying? But then watching February, they were shot them boys and Kale, all them boys got me right. So then really seeing things faster, like route combinations, route development, stuff like that downfield that people wouldn't think is a big problem in secondary. So, yeah. And you have the versatility to play multiple different spots in, in the defensive backfield, do different things. What position do you feel most comfortable in? And would you would you say you're more comfortable in a zone scheme or a man scheme? Uh, Really both whatever my team needs me to win at really so i mean corners linebacker safety nickel anything and i really like both zone and man because i mean it, it makes up it messes up the offense throw the timing off little stuff like that okay this is gonna be a good listen don't give away too much of your game here because i know there's gonna be some swag wide receivers waiting to hear this question but one-on-one -on -one in the open field you're matched up against a wide receiver what's the number one mistake they can make against you Oh, 
<laughs> Let me get my hands on him. Fact. It's over. Fact. <laughs> yeah, always over. It's over. Oh, but and looking at your game, is there an NFL player right now that you feel like your game models the most, or who do you look up to in terms of watching film, trying to mimic being the next great defensive back? Oh man, he was a dog. He played everything. So probably Tyron Matthew. Ooh, I, I like that one. I like that one. And then I'm just going to let you know, I've had a lot of wide receivers on this show, and they always snitch on defensive backs and say they talk the most trash, and they always start oh. the trash talking. How much trash do you talk in the game? <laughs> it really depends, though. Like, if it's a close game, I'm going to talk trash. I'm trying to get in your head. But if you talk trash to me first, I'm, I'm going to bring it back at you. I got to bring it back at you because you know I'm here. I love it. And looking back at this season, you got to give me a name. Uh, listen, I've already had Nelson on the show. He's already snitched on your defense. Who's the biggest trash talker on Alabama State right now? Oh, right now? Uh, let me see. Right now? Uh, who talked the most trash right now? Oh, no, I don't know. Last year, Brandon Gaddy. He talked. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Gaddy talked the most trash out of the whole team. Yeah, Brandon Gaddy. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, Nelson said the same thing. I was waiting for it because he said, he said, he said, Gaddy never stopped. Yeah, Gaddy, boy, oh man, he's a he a trash talker for real, for real, for real. <laughs> but I, I love it. And look at looking just ahead here, going into 2023, is, is there a game on the schedule that you have circled that you're looking forward to the most where it's just like that's your statement game? Uh, the first game, first game, because it shows how we're going to come back from last season. Coming back, you feel me? And really, Grambling, Grambling, Ooh, my boy Miles, he, he know. Yeah. Uh, I did. Even, you know, I'm, I'm glad you made that connection. I didn't even think about that because if Miles is the starting quarterback, man, that game is that, that the storylines going into that one are going to be insane. Thanks. Thanks. Man. And looking at your freshman year, man, what type of experience was it to go through that first game? Because I was there at the Swag Act Challenge. You guys had what three rain delays. The game technically doesn't get finished, man. I'm in the I'm in the tunnel talking to your head coach at like one o'clock in the morning. When you look back at your first game, man, what was that experience like? How did you stay ready during the rain delay? And when you were sitting there, you were like, man, my first game. Here I am in the locker room for like four hours. Four hours. So really. So I, I thought my first game I was gonna have like scariness, it chills. But I mean, it, the game took so long I couldn't even get scared. So then I first drove out there. I caught a pick, so I was on my phone. I had, on my phone posting stuff. Everybody posting me. Oh, he got a pick, got a pick. So I'm posting that. So I'm turned up in the locker room. We go have another half. It's time to play ball again. So yeah, it was definitely fun. But it was like a different experience. Like for the first college game, two days ago. Man, the the, the next question though, what would it mean to you? You. I know you're just going into your second year, but I, you're already getting looked at as one of the next great SWAC prospects that is going to be able to make it to the NFL draft postseason all-star yeah. games. I'm down here covering the Senior Bowl right now. What would it mean to you to be the next great defensive back to come out of the SWAC and be another HBCU player drafted to represent the SWAC in all just uh, HBCU football? Yeah. It would mean the world to me, really, because, I mean, not too many do it, like you said. Not too many people do it out of SWAC school. 
And then I put on a show we can compete with all the power fives, you feel me? Stuff like that. The little things like like I was saying though, show we can really be there and beat beat out the power five teams. And you know, two more questions, man. The first one being, we talked about what you did really well, what evolved. Is there one thing in your game that stuck out that you are looking this offseason to improve on going into next year? Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> My instincts, like reacting faster, reaction time. Just in terms of like, so so with you, is it is it just more like, you know, noticing things before the snap or just post-snap reaction? Uh, Before the snap, like, because the teams, like, they're – so how teams do it, they run RPOs towards me to try to counter me and stuff like that. So just reading it, like, how to see formation in the boundaries, stuff like that. And then the final question, man, before I let you get out of here, what's your message to Alabama State fans, supporters, and everyone about, one, what they can expect from you, but what the team is going to accomplish this year, what they can expect from you guys as a whole in 2023? You there? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, okay, cool. No, you're you're good. You can um you can just go ahead and start, and I can edit that little space out. Okay. Oh yeah, my my miss to the fans. Expect the winning season. It's, no, expect a, it's in the bowl game. Expect that because last year uh, it was a little rocky, but this year we got to keep opponents coming back, and then we got people building on top of that. So this year, expect definitely playoffs. If we can go to that, well, I mean, we probably can't, but. Citizen Bowl, though. Citizen Bowl, definitely. Expect that. Man, I, I I love the vision, man. You're one of my favorite players to watch in the SWAC and across FCS football, and I'm expecting big things from you, man. But it's all about player promotion on this channel, man. So before we get out of here, let people know where they can follow you on social media and any brands, anything you want to plug, any messages you want to give, man. This time is yours. Yes, sir. Follow me on Instagram at Adrian Maddox underscore and Twitter the same thing. That's all I want to say. Hey, man, I appreciate your time, Adrian, man. I, I know big things are headed your way this season. Guys, make sure to go follow him on all social media. In the age of NIL, we got to get these players' social medias up, trending, full of followers, man, because it opens up more opportunities for them off the field. But, guys, for Adrian, myself, and for the Blue Bloods, we are out for right now.